Okay, so one of the number one questions I get from aspiring authors is how to do pacing in fiction. And literally, it's often posed that way. How do I do pacing? <laughs> now, I do think that there's a lot of different definitions for what pacing is. And what I mean by that is that I think that a lot of authors say that and they might be talking about several different things, several different problems that they're having. So let's use today to define what pacing actually is as opposed to what most people think it is and how to fix it, which is probably different than what most authors think the solution is. And I'm going to give you some tactical steps for how to know whether your pacing is off and how to fix it if you do run into that problem. Okay, stay tuned. Hi there. Do you want to write fiction that readers gush about? but you can't figure out how to fill in the beginning, middle, or end of your story, I can help with that. Do you struggle to flesh out character or plot or to stick with your story long enough to finish it? I can help with that. Once your book is written, are you totally clueless about marketing? Do you find yourself Googling how to market a book or how to make money on fiction? I can help with that. Welcome to the Prolific Author Podcast. You know you're meant to write fiction, but you can't seem to nail down the skills or processes that make it simple and repeatable, not to mention fun. So you wait around for the muse to show up, try to force your story into a template or outline, or take months, if not years, to discover your story. Plot twist, there's a better way. Hi, I'm Liesl, USA Today bestselling author, story psychologist, writing craft geek, Christian, and story clarity coach. After 10 years of trying to master fiction using the old industry standard writing advice, I still felt lost. I finally learned what fictional storytelling and the human template are really about. Humanity, emotional connection, and serving our readers by giving them relief through vicarious experience. Imagine learning how to flesh out your characters, plot, world, and theme with such definition and clarity that every story you ever write lands with readers and makes people go, Wow, now there's an author. Imagine knowing how to drill down to the heart of your story, to learn what it's really about, and tell the unique story that only you can tell, so that you can get more readers, more downloads, more royalties, and of course, more fiction writing success. This is the podcast for you. We are prolific authors. Okay, so what is pacing, or how do you know if your pacing is off in your manuscript? I think what most people mean when they say this is they, they simply don't want their manuscript to become boring. They don't want to get, they don't want it to get bogged down and lose the reader because, you know, at one point there's lots of action and another point there isn't. And yes, I remember having this problem when I was starting out too, okay? I remember worrying that my writing was dull or that it had lost momentum in some parts or, you know, in various scenes of the manuscript. I am going to tell you that most of the time, your pacing is probably fine. Not to say that it's perfect or that your manuscript is perfect or doesn't need a little bit of editing or anything like that, but it's probably not as bad as you're thinking that it is. When you're starting out, we tend to have this misconception that any scene that is not super high action, that is not super suspenseful and super intense, is going to end up being boring, and that is simply not true, okay? So first of all, you need to take a deep breath and give yourself some grace and know that... 
just because a scene is not full of heart-pounding action does not mean that your pacing has been lost, okay? It might mean that, but, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm going to give you some ways to tell and to make sure that doesn't happen. But most people are worried about pacing when they're writing scenes that aren't super exciting. And just because your scene is not the most exciting and heart-pounding action scene in the book does not mean that your pacing has disappeared, okay? Now, on the flip side, can you lose pacing? Can your manuscript slow down and start to lose your reader? Yeah, it can, and that's something that we need to guard against, but we're going to get into why that could happen and how to fix it, okay? So, like I said, most people think that th pacing is about a lack of action, but really and truly, pacing has nothing to do with the action. Um, action can affect it, but it's really an outside problem. It's not the core of the problem that is taking place when your pacing slows down, okay? Pacing is really just making sure that you're keeping the reader's attention. And action is not by far the only way to do that. It can be one of the ways, but keep in mind, I've used this ex example before, that there are some, you know, action movies out there that are actually quite boring because they don't have much of a plot, right? So if action was the only way to keep pacing, then that wouldn't be the case. And we would need to have high heart-pounding action in every single scene or our books would be boring, okay? And clearly, that is not the case. So I do understand why people think that action is all, you know, what's behind pacing or losing pacing, because it kind of makes sense, right? If when you lose your pacing or you have a lack of good pacing, the story becomes boring and loses the reader, the best way that we think in our minds to fix it is to have more action, to grab the reader's attention, to keep them interested, right? And I'm not going to sit here and say that if you drop some sudden shocking action into the scene, it won't help to grab the reader's attention. You know, that that, that is a thing, and, and that can be um, something that might help. But again, you have to realize that that's not the only way to do pacing. And the question is, is it the right thing to do for your scene and your story? If you have a scene that's feeling a little bit bogged down and you just suddenly drop a whole bunch of action in there, is that going to serve your story? Is that going to help out the scene? Or is that just an excuse you're using because you're afraid that you're losing your reader, right? So you need to do what is best for your story and for your characters. And sometimes that'll be action, but not always. So here's the real secret. Pacing has a whole lot less to do with action. It has more to do with emotion, which is something you hear from me a lot. But more specifically, pacing has to do with relevance to what the character is trying to accomplish in the story. So let me say that again. Pacing is really dependent on the relevance of what the character is trying to accomplish in the story. So what that means is that any scene that pushes the reader toward the character's motivations, toward what they're actually trying to accomplish in the scene, is going to mean that you have pretty good pacing. The reason that your pacing slows down, that your story gets bogged down, that you lose your reader is because you go off on a tangent that isn't terribly relevant to the overall point of the story. So let's, uh, let's do an example. So if we have Frodo trying to get the ring to Mordor, any scene around him that is clearly part of that mission, that is clearly in some way pushing him either toward or perhaps away from 
you know, achieving his motivations, which is to get that ring to Mordor, is going to end up being relevant to the overall story, right? Because it's him trying to do that. And like I said, it can be pushing him toward that. If it pushes him away from that, that also ratchets up tension because the reader knows that he's trying to accomplish something and things are getting in the way. But as long as you don't go off on some tangent, the pacing is going to be okay because you're always writing any scene in the story with an eye toward what he is trying to accomplish overall. Now, it is possible that you could write a scene that is relevant to the overarching character motivations, but you might lose pacing because the reader doesn't understand that, okay? And this is something that's really important to understand. Let's say that you're writing a scene and you're losing your reader and they they don't understand why this is relevant. They feel like it's a tangent. And then you say, no, 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 this is important. This needs to be in there. I do have a master plan. I do know where I'm going with it, but they can't see that, okay? That is going to cause your story to feel like it's lost pacing. So sometimes you don't have to change a scene or take it out if it is relevant. It's more a matter of showing the reader how it's relevant. So tying it back in some way to what the character is trying to accomplish overall, um, tying it to the either the internal framework of the story or the external plot of the story in some way to make it feel like it's a part of the whole, that alone can fix the pacing problem, okay? Because again, pacing is usually about going on a tangent and the reader just can't feel why this is important to the story. Now, some of you might be saying, yeah, but there's other reasons that a story or a scene can lose momentum, can lose pacing, right? Sometimes it's just that the writing is a little bit dull or it gets bogged down in description or something like that. And you know what? You would be right. There are other reasons for a scene, especially to lose pacing. And we can go into those, but I think most of you, the way that you ask me about pacing, you're talking about the overall manuscript and you get your, you kind of freak yourselves out a little bit because you know the big scenes, you know the big events that are going to happen in the story. And they are usually either very action-packed or very emotional and then you're worried about the scenes in between those big events and that you're losing your reader a little bit okay so here's the thing as long as every scene clearly can be tied back to the character's overall motivations and what they're trying to accomplish in the story in terms of scene relevancy and um, you know whether you're losing your readers in terms of slower paced scenes that will never happen as long as your reader knows how what the character is doing and what is happening in the scene is relevant to the overall story. Now, every once in a while, you might have a scene you write where you don't want to show the relevance. You want it to be there, but you're kind of using it as an intrigue for the reader, like making them say, okay, why are they telling me this? This, this doesn't seem to connect to anything, and you're doing it to create a mystery. That also is okay. You just have to make sure that you're being very mysterious and putting enough intrigue in that scene to catch the reader's attention so that rather than getting bored with that scene, they are intrigued and want to know how it connects to the main story. I would recommend dropping in some kind of just hints, some tantalizing clues without giving too much away so that maybe they can see that this is part of the world of your story, that at some point it's going to connect with your main plot you know, in some way. And that will kind of fix that problem, okay? Your reader will go with you um, as long as you're dropping enough breadcrumbs and you're, you know, making it interesting enough for them. Now, in terms of the description, of course, that's a different problem. If you're, you know, getting bogged down in pages and pages of description with no action, no, you know, character dialogue, anything like that, of course, that's going to really slow down the pacing. But that is of a scene, not of the manuscript as a whole. 
and it's kind of a whole different problem. So of course you need to break things up, you need to add in action, you need to add in dialogue to keep from um, losing the reader in the actual scene. So here's the thing. I tried to come up with kind of some um, umbrella reasons that you might lose pacing in your manuscript. And this is what I came up with. Either um, there's a loss of emotion, there's a loss of action, or you are going off the rails from the character motivations. Now, going off the rails from the character motivations is pretty much what I've been talking about this whole time. As long as the scene ties back to the overall story, what the character is trying to accomplish in the long run by the end of the story, and it ties to that in some way and pushes the character toward that in some way, you'll be okay. All right. Now, the other two are more things that can happen within a scene that can make it, you know, maybe a little bit boring or not keep the reader's attention just for that scene. The first, as I said, is loss of emotion, and the second is loss of action. As with all things, if you put emotion into your writing, if you let the reader know what the character is feeling and, and often what they're thinking in their mind, um, that allows the reader to connect with that character and to go along vicariously in the scene. So if you put enough emotion in, um, then yeah, the character can be staring at the wall and contemplating something, and the reader is still in their head and feeling what they're feeling, okay? Now, I'm not saying that every scene should be your character staring at the wall. I think that you can make that work sometimes, but we also all know that action of some kind also grounds the reader in the scene. Now, let's define what action is here, because really, there are two kinds of action. There is action movie action, that's what I'll call it, that is very high energy, pulse pounding. I mean, we're talking... This is why I call it action movie action. Think uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme or Bruce Willis or something, punching people in the face, running, shooting guns. I mean, really high action, okay? So there's that kind of action. But also, if a character is sitting on the couch and then gets up and walks across the room, that's action as well, okay? We're just talking about more movement of the body and mundane action, okay? So when I say that if you don't have action, your scene can lose pacing, I'm not talking about the heart-pounding action movie action. I'm talking about just some motion, okay? Because having any kind of uh, physical movement that the reader can envision in their mind grounds them in the scene, and it helps them to connect with the scene and the characters better. So between the two, you guys already know the answer to this, but just, you know, go with me here, envision this. If you have a character who, you know, in the scene, maybe they're, it's mostly going to be in their head. Maybe they're trying to make a really important decision. So they're sitting on the couch and they're thinking through everything and they're going back and forth. And, you know, the scene is very much just internal dialogue for the character. And you're feeling the emotion. You're putting that in there. But literally, they're just sitting on the couch thinking about these things. Or let's contrast that with maybe they're walking around doing something. Maybe they're shopping, you know or uh, cleaning their house, and they're doing it kind of mindlessly so that they can think through these things. But as you put together their thoughts and give them to the reader, their thoughts and emotions, there's also intermingled with them some action. You know, they're cleaning something, they're picking this up, they're walking down the street. Which one of those two do you think is going to be more compelling to the reader? The answer is it's the second one, because putting a little bit of action in there, sprinkled in even between the thoughts, is going to ground the character more in the scene. So my point is, if you have no action, you could lose pacing in the scene. And if that's happening, maybe just put in a little bit of action. Again, it doesn't have to be heart-pounding, high action that you have to write a whole action scene around. It can be, if that's what fits your story, but 
if you want it to be a you know more calm scene then just put a little bit of movement in there for the character and that actually helps to pick up the pacing it keeps the reader interested because they can follow the action often a little bit better or more completely than they can follow simply the thoughts okay so once again if you're worried about pacing uh, in terms of you know losing pacing in between action filled scenes just make sure that they are tied to the character's overall motivations, what they're trying to accomplish in the long run in the story. If we're talking more on a scene-by-scene scene basis, you know, is the scene getting a little boring and is it losing your readers, make sure that you're putting in both emotions and action wherever you can. So I'm going to give you a few tactical steps here to be able to kind of diagnose and solve this problem. If you have a scene and you're worried that you're losing the pacing, you might be losing the reader, I want you to first ask yourself how this scene or this part of the story relates to the character motivations. If your character is on a mission to do, you know, X, Y, and Z, how does the scene help or hinder them? How does it relate to what they're trying to do overall? If there is absolutely no relation to what they're trying to do overall, then this is probably a tangent scene and you should consider cutting it. But here's the thing. I also think that you don't necessarily need to cut it, even if it's a little bit of a tangent, because you can very easily relate it back to, you know, the whatever you're trying to accomplish in the story. Just think about how can I relate this? You know, you might say, well, what if it's more of a character development scene. Okay, that's fine. But how does the character development you're doing relate to the overall problem that you're trying that your character is trying to solve or, you know, whatever it is they're trying to overcome? If you can relate those two in the story, then you won't have to cut the scene. And I think very often the reason that scenes feel irrelevant or feel like they're losing pacing is because we just haven't quite mastered the skill of making sure the reader understands why it's important to the overall story. So if you can figure that out and make sure to put that into the scene in some way, then you'll be fine, you'll be golden. You don't have to cut that scene and it will make sense to the reader why it's in there because it will relate to the overall story. Okay, if this is more of a particular scene that you're having trouble with and you feel like the pacing in the scene is just too slow and it's an important scene but you're losing your reader, Ask yourself how you could infuse more emotion into it. Help the reader feel the emotion that the character is feeling. If, Especially if it's a really slow scene, you're going to have less emotion in a lot of ways in an action scene. And that's, okay, don't jump down my throat. That's not entirely true. You get a lot of adrenaline in an action scene. And adrenaline is an emotion. But because there's so much going on and, you know, the action is kind of going to be foremost in the character's mind and the reader's mind, you're not going to get a whole lot of really deep, compelling, or nuanced emotion in a scene like that. So when you have a slower scene that doesn't have action, that's when you need to bring out the more deep and nuanced emotion, okay? And that is how you will keep from losing your pacing in that scene. And third, third question to ask yourself is, can I add action here? And again, not action movie action. You don't have to have your character suddenly punch someone in the face, nothing like that. Just can I add in some body motion, something the character is doing, because something about motion helps the reader to be grounded in the scene and to envision it better, to identify with the character more. So just put a little bit of movement into the scene, and that will also help to pick up the pacing and keep it from being too boring or losing your reader in any way.
Okay, so just to recap, if you're having trouble with your pacing, you need to ask yourself these three questions about any particular scene that you feel like is getting bogged down. Number one, how does the scene or part of the story relate to the character motivations and the overall thing they're trying to accomplish in the story? Find some way to relate it to that and you'll be fine. Number two, how could you infuse more emotion into this scene? Remember, emotion more than action is, is what grabs the reader's attention and holds them in the story. It is not the action, okay? So ask how you can infuse more emotion, or if the emotion's already there, how you can bring it across to the reader more effectively. And three, can I add a little action, meaning a little bit of movement, um, of body movement, of, you know, just mundane character action on into the scene so that the reader is connecting with it more effectively. And guys, beyond these three, you know, you can work on these three things for a particular scene until you're blue in the face, but you really need to workshop it as well. Find somebody to read the scene and just ask them to read through it, even independent of the rest of the book, and did it keep your attention? Did Was there any part that, you know, you started to kind of lose interest in the scene? Was there a paragraph that you weren't really connecting with? You know, ask them these things and then you can work on those, you know, whatever parts they're saying they're not connecting with because whatever the parts are that are slow for them are the parts when you're going to need to put in a little bit of motion or a little bit of emotion okay so make sure and workshop it either with another reader or another author of some kind and that is also very very helpful okay so i hope this has been helpful to you today if there's any part of pacing that i didn't cover be sure to let me know. Like I said, I think a lot of people ask about pacing and there could be several different things that they're actually talking about. So if there's something I didn't cover here, I'd be happy to perhaps cover it in another episode, but you got to let me know what you're struggling with, okay? If this sort of thing is helpful to you, and especially if you're struggling with any kind of writer's block or with finishing your story, filling out the saggy middle or uh, the stuff in between the major events that you already have down, make sure and click the link in the show notes and get on the wait list for Master Storyteller. That's going to be a new program that I'm doing that will be available soon. I don't have an actual date yet, but fairly soon. So get on the wait list if that's something you're interested in. All right. And with that, I hope you have a wonderful week of writing and storytelling. Get to work fixing those pacing issues. And remember, there is always a market for awesome. All right. See you guys next week. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, can you do me a solid and share it with other authors you think might benefit from it? Remember, the rising tide lifts all boats. Also, if you haven't yet, would you be willing to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? It's the only way for me to know that you're enjoying the podcast, and it helps Apple recommend it to other authors like you who might benefit from it. Finally, if you haven't already, hop over and join the prolific author community on Facebook. Inside, authors network, ask questions, and I often do teaching via Facebook Lives. Thank you so much for listening today. Happy story crafting this week. And remember, there is always a market for awesome.